0: That's up to $125 off. Just visit armwire.style slash minimalish. That's armwire.style, A R M O I R E, dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armwire today. Welcome to Minimalish. I'm your host, Desiree, and this is a podcast about minimalism. Sort of. It's a podcast about how living with less stuff and less distractions can help us focus on what's most important. So what you'll find here? Of course, we will talk to cluttering and living with less, but we'll also talk about the important things in life and how to approach them intentionally. We'll approach topics of motherhood, home life, relationships, work, our health, and the important things in general that fill up our days. And what you won't find here, a perfectionist version of minimalism. I'm a mom, a full-time teacher, and a podcaster, and I've found the version of minimalism that you may find on Instagram or Pinterest to be unattainable. We aren't minimalism purists here. We're simply focused on living with less in a way that's realistic to us. It's a version of minimalism I personally like to call minimal-ish. The goal is not living with less for the sake of less here or to make sure our homes make us look like a minimalist. The goal is living with less in a realistic way so that we can have more time and space and energy to focus on what matters most. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to Minimalish. I am coming to you today with the last installment of the Minimalish Replay series. So for the last three weeks, I've been replaying some favorite episodes of the podcast from back in 2019 when the, the podcast first started. I planned on having four episodes and I planned on them all being guest episodes. But what I wanted to do with this is I wanted to make sure I was covering topics and replaying topics that, that really give a full picture of what the podcast is about topics that we cover and moving forward my goal is that each month we will talk about living with less plus the things that matter and we'll cover those topics in categories and i'd like to approach for most months each category one time a month and that would be living with less stuff or minimalism for our stuff minimalish living for our life for our days for our schedule and then minimalish living for our mindset and our hearts, I guess you could say. And then the fourth week or the fifth week of each month will be kind of just the topics of things that matter that might relate to those things. So that is what my schedule looks like moving forward. That's kind of how I'm planning content, just to give you a little behind the scenes, since we will be releasing new episodes starting next week, that we're just going to see you know, the same type of variety, but I'm just being really purposeful with making sure we're covering all of those topics. You know, minimalism isn't just about our stuff, but it's also about our days, our mindset, and just the things that matter in general. With all of that said, I was going to share a fourth replay guest episode, but I decided to share a replay of a solo episode, which is kind of hard for me to do because it feels silly being like, this is one of my favorite episodes, and it was me talking the whole time. But The reason why this one was one of my favorite episodes is because it came out of kind of a revelation that I personally had and it was a big shift in my personal mindset. This is all the way back from July 2019 and it is my episode on the grass is greener mindset or the concept of you know the grass is greener and just to give you a picture of my life back then before we dive in I was a stay-at-home mom. I was doing like odd jobs um, online to be able to stay at home, so I was a work-from-home stay-at-home mom. And I also was just starting up this podcast, so it really wasn't a job for me yet, but that was a goal of mine. And I had a almost two-year-old, so that was the season I was in then. And also right now... If you're hearing like little baby noises in the background, it's because I'm holding a baby. So I'm in a much different season. I have a four-year-old and a five-week-old, and I wanted to preface this with saying that as I listened back through this episode, I realized how much this is something that we need to constantly be aware of in our lives. My season now looks a lot different. For the past two years, I've worked full time as an online teacher and I have still worked from home, but I haven't always had my daughter home with me. Some days I do, most days I don't. So it just looks a lot different. However, I look back on the season that this episode is coming out of back in July 2019, I look back on that season with like so much joy and fondness. You know, in that season, there were so many moments where I was looking at the hard only and not looking at the beauty. And that's what a lot of my writing came out of. And that's what I continue to write about is how do we find joy in today? How do we find contentment in our lives? When it's so easy because of social media, which I talk about this in the episode, to look at everyone else around us and and see their highlight reels and see their grass, right? And think it must be greener. You know, just because my season has changed does not mean this has been something I'm immune to now and this is not something I struggle with. It's still something I struggle with. It's easy to fall into this mindset of the grass is greener. And I think what I've learned since I recorded this episode is that We are. We're just never going to be immune from this mindset. We're never going to be immune from seeing the hard parts of our current season first and wondering if it could be better if we were doing something differently. And that's why we have to work at it. We have to work at seeing the good. We have to work at gratitude and contentment in every season. So with that said, In today's episode, I'm talking all about the grass is greener mindset. I'm talking about contentment. I've come a long way in learning to be content, but there are seasons when I've found myself less content than I was even before minimalism. So I think it's always something we have to work at. Let's dive into this last installment of the Minimalish Replay series, and I will find you next week starting up new episodes of the podcast again, so I'm so excited for that as well. Hi friend, welcome back to Minimalish. As always, it makes me so happy that you're here today. Cannot wait to talk to you about this topic of what to do when the grass is always greener on the other side. And this topic has come out of an experience I've had lately, so I cannot wait to share this with you. We are going to approach three problems that I believe are keeping us in this mindset. We're going to talk about contentment a little bit, but you know I've talked about that a lot recently if you've been listening for a while. But let's start with a word from a listener. I love to share your reviews or your encouragements because I love to give your voice some space here. And this listener named L Vince says, even though I'm not a mother, this podcast helps me clear my headspace, organize my life and declutter in my and declutter my home. Thank you for all your helpful tips on living minimally and focus on what matters most. I am so thankful that that's what you're getting from the podcast friend. I am so thankful for when any of you leave a review, go ahead and leave it a rating or review if you're loving it. That really does help get the word out about the podcast. And I'm so grateful for you for being a part of doing that. All right, let's dig into today's topic. We're going to talk about that phrase. The grass is always greener on the other side. Okay, so we say this phrase because we know it's not true, right? It's this cliche thing like I see someone else doing something different than me and man, their life looks so good. It looks so glamorous. And it starts to make me think, like, this life that I'm living is so bland, it is so monotonous, and my grass ain't green, right? My grass is not green, so theirs is because they've got this glamorous thing going on. But the idea is that over there in their shoes, once we put ourselves in their shoes, we'd see their grass looks the same as ours. It's... You know, their life might look completely different. What they're doing might look completely different, but they have struggles too. And their stuff is not as glamorous as it looks. What happens in today's culture is this gets even worse because we are seeing everyone every day on that lovely little platform called Instagram or other social media places. But I really think that on Instagram, this happens the most because we can really see into each other's lives, right? However much we want to let each other in and we can start thinking, wow, you know, like we start admiring one another, which isn't a bad thing, but we start to think that maybe You know, whoever, that mom or that woman has a more glamorous life than me because she's doing this, this, and this, and I'm just over here doing this. We start to discount what we do. So I had this experience. I probably have this this experience on Instagram more than I think I do. But I personally had this experience in a more tangible way the other day. I was walking slash jogging really, really slowly, because that's how I do it. And I saw a man leaving his job for the evening. And I don't know why. I was just, like, joyfully walking my dog. But I saw him, and he had on, like, business casual. He carried his lunchbox in hand, and he was headed to his car. So it was, like, the end of his workday. And he looked happy. When I saw him, my mind automatically went to comparison, I don't even know why I would compare myself to this man, but it did. And it was a weird experience, but I started to think about my own day. I guess I thought in my mind, like, his day was very purpose-filled, whatever he did. Like, in my mind, in this made-up story about this man, he found a lot of purpose in what he did in his day. And he was able to get so much done. Like, I probably made up this whole story that I don't even know about in my head. And I thought about my own day and how I always feel a little disheveled. And I certainly never have a real reason to dress like business casual for any reason. I thought about how I only leave the house with a toddler attached to my leg, usually, and how it's rare that I ever get a break. I thought about how he probably has a lunch break where he just, like, sits and eats his lunch and doesn't have a toddler attached to him. I thought about how I fight to get work done in the margins because I'm a work-at-home mom. And for a second, I thought that maybe I should go back to some type of 9-to-5 workplace. And that would be the way to go for me. Like, I should go back to that. There would be so much more joy there. It looks way more glamorous than my current life, at least. And then I came back to reality, and I kind of laughed at myself. For me, I personally loathed the 9-to-5 schedule that I lived when I taught in a school. I wanted more than anything to stay home with my daughter. As soon as she was born, that's what I wanted. And so I decided, once I thought through that a little bit, that I'm really doing what I want to be doing right now. And so I decided that the grass is greener mentality, it comes from the story that we're telling ourselves. We make up stories about people. Even if we know them well, we still make up stories about their day because we're not there with them. And we only can truly know what's happening day in and day out in our own lives. And so we make up stories. And it also comes from the narrative that we tell ourselves about our own days and the way that we approach our days with either contentment or discontentment or with positivity or negativity. So what is the story that you're telling yourself about your current situation? So I could tell myself the narrative that being a work-at-home mom is really hard, and it's true, it is, but I could just like live in that story. Or I could remember the fact that I'm absolutely grateful for this season, where right now I'm fighting to do that, even though finances are tough, and even though it doesn't make it easy, it's not the easy choice. I could remember that I don't like getting dressed professionally and wearing business casual clothes at all. (laughs) I could tell myself the fact that I love that toddler attached to my leg and I can find a break if I ask for it, either when my husband gets home or through a friend or family member. I could find a break if I really need it. I can tell myself the story that I get to find time for work in The Margins Because minimalism has given me that space to do so. Have you felt this? I think we all have. We are all in the trenches of our everyday. Whether for you that means a full-time job, full-time motherhood, or anything in between, we start to think there's something better for us. But what if better is right here? So you may have heard the phrase, hopefully, that the grass is always greener, because if you haven't, then maybe I sound like a crazy person right now. But have you heard the phrase, the grass is greener where you water it? Now, I'm not sure how to completely cure this grass is greener mentality so that it never pops up again. I think in some ways, it's not necessarily always a bad thing that it does pop up. I think it's good to be curious. It's good to stay curious about, you know, other options and other things going on. Because if we're never curious, we might miss those times when we are truly meant for a change. So it's not that we should never be curious, that we should be so Content to the point where we're almost like pacifying ourselves and staying in one place for our entire lives It's just what we do with that curiosity. That's what's important So if you've been feeling like everyone has it better than you like maybe just if you went back to work Or maybe if you stayed home, you'd have it better because that's what you know your mom friend does and and you think her life is more glamorous than yours if you've been feeling that way lately or if you are prone to feel that way Here are a couple of ways that we can navigate those feelings. And by the way, just so we're clear, not a professional counselor or anything, these are just some ways that I've kind of talked myself down from these feelings. The first thing is to ask yourself if these feelings are actually valid or not. Because, like I said, I think it's okay to be curious. So, you know, lean into that for a second. Are these feelings valid or not? Is there a real valid reason that these feelings are coming up? Is it time for some type of change in your life? You don't have to have an answer. Like it doesn't have to be yes or no. If it's a maybe, you know, do some searching, some soul searching. Pray if you're a praying person. Do some research. Reflect on it when you have some time alone. Ask yourself what you want and why you want it. Why does that person's life look better than yours to you? Like, is there a real reason or is it just a little bit of discontentment? Dig into your motives. For me, it's always about going to God with these feelings. And while it's not necessarily automatic clarity that I find, it is always peace. When I trust in God as I move forward, I have a new peace that my steps are being guided in the right direction. It cuts out anxieties of the feeling of, is this the next right step to make? because I know that he's guiding me. And that's part of my faith. We all have different beliefs, so what is it for you that is going to bring you peace when you're feeling this way? What can you do to bring clarity to this situation? Okay, so I do wanna dig into the idea of what happens when these thoughts aren't valid, but they keep popping up for us. Like, we are just in a season of discontentment and we look around us all the time and think other people have it better than us. These are not valid thoughts. They're not true. They're not real. But there's a reason they keep happening. So I'm going to go through three problems why this happens. And they are kind of like three narratives that we need to rewrite. Problem number one, you're feeling like the grass is greener over there because you are struggling with something in your current situation and you'd like to run away from it. I think this was part of my problem when I saw this man dressed in business casual and thinking, and started thinking I wanted his life. Right now, there are a few things I'm wading through in my current situation as a stay-at-home, work-from-home mom. For one, a changing toddler with heightened emotions in the deep trenches of body training. It feels hard, and when I find myself walking by myself and wondering if there's something easier... If I'm really cut out to stay at home and try to find the time for work in the margins, I start to question if I'm good enough to succeed at this. We also have a change coming up after a beautiful season of my husband being off for the summer. And as that change approaches, I start to wonder what our routines will look like when we get back into that school year season, how different it will be, and if I'll be able to really make it work with the working stay-at-home mom life again. We have some other things going on that I'll keep to us, but either way, I was able to evaluate that some current struggles have really led me to start believing that the grass is greener somewhere else, that maybe there's an easier way. Do you do this? I think we all kind of do, when we start to struggle a little bit, when we start to experience some conflict in our everyday lives, more than usual maybe. We want to run away from it, right? We don't want to live in that conflict. But my reminder to you is that it's okay to live in the conflict, and you'll be better for it as you come out of it. That's my reminder to myself right now as well. Just because it's hard doesn't mean it isn't important. And just because it's hard doesn't mean it's wrong for you. Just because it's hard doesn't mean it's not worth doing. In fact, most things worth doing are hard. So, are you telling yourself the story that because this is hard, I need to escape it and I need to do something else? Change that narrative. If that's the struggle you're having right now, if that's the problem that's making you wish yourself out of these out of your circumstances, change that narrative, friend. And those hard things can be so purposeful. And I think, you know, you will look back at this point in your life in the future and you will see how purposeful this hard thing you're going through was. Okay, problem number two that makes us think the grass is greener on the other side is that you're feeling discontent. Those feelings of the grass is greener will come up when you're feeling discontent with the life around you. Are you feeling unsatisfied with your current circumstances, with a current job or a current home situation, like where you're living, whatever it might be? When we feel this way, I think it's important to question why and if that why is valid or meaningful. I've already kind of talked about this before we even dug into these problems. But more often than not, I think discontentment is an invalid feeling. I think it comes from comparison, from seeing what others have that we don't, from thinking their life is better than ours because of it. And remember, like I said, because of social media, everyone's life tends to look more glamorous than it really is. So just try to remember that that's not true at all, if you get yourself into feeling that way. I also have two full episodes on contentment. So go back and listen to episode 32 and 33 for more on that. And I also encourage you to rewrite your narrative here, this feeling of discontentment, this fact that you're not satisfied by your current circumstances. Rewrite that narrative simply with a gratitude practice. So my number one tip to really start a gratitude practice is to wake up and write out at least three things you're grateful for in that day. You can also do this at the end of the day. But I also encourage you to work on a practice of in the moment gratitude. Now this is not as easy because it's like a mind trick. It's something we have to train our mind to do. And it's literally a practice, as in you have to start doing it over and over again until it just comes naturally. And for me, I'm not at that point where it comes like 100% naturally, but I can definitely feel that I'm making progress. Turn your brain to what you're grateful for in those moments where you're feeling down or, you know, upset about your current situation or discontent or frustrated or whatever it is. Whatever you can possibly fathom in that moment, what are you grateful for? I find that a lot of times I do this with my toddler, like when she is having a rough time and I'm having a rough time because of it. I find that honestly that the simple action of like holding her or hugging her or like giving her a bunch of kisses, it will turn my mind to gratitude. So sometimes this can be like action-based as well. Okay, problem number three and the last problem. Is it a problem of calling or purpose? So maybe you're telling yourself this story that you have not found your calling yet or you have not found your purpose and you're not living it out. We live in this culture that encourages us to like, find this big, bold, glamorous, fancy calling or purpose. It should look really big. This kind of comes along with the influencer or girl boss culture. The idea that you need to like, be a mom and go make some kind of seven figure salary, doing what you love, and do it all well, and do it all perfectly, and do it all glamorously. I get frustrated with this culture because though some of these messages can be inspiring and empowering for women, most of the time they just make us feel like we are not doing enough or we have surely not found our calling or purpose because it does not look anything like that. This culture makes us feel like ordinary everyday life is not enough. I get mad at that message because I think there is so much beauty in the ordinary. It's hard to see that when we feel like we're supposed to be called out of the ordinary. We feel like we're supposed to be called into this like big, amazing thing, but you are called into this big, big, amazing thing. Whatever you're doing right now, you are a part of this big, amazing story that you're telling with your life. We have this fear that we aren't living our purpose, but what if we just started to shift our perspective to the belief that our purpose can be found where our feet currently land. The grass is greener where you water it, right? What if we decided to change the narrative of always questioning if we're living out our purpose to believing that there is purpose to be lived out in this day and in this moment. When we're feeling discontent, we can lean back on this. We can have this reminder ready for the back of our minds. That you have an important purpose right here, right now, in this day. Tell yourself that. There is purpose in this day. If this is hard for you to believe, if you struggle with feeling like you're missing your calling or you're searching for some kind of purpose and you just don't know what it is yet, and you sometimes feel purposeless with what you're currently doing, I want you to write a list with two columns. In one column, write down all the things you currently do in a day. You know, as much as you want. It won't take you long to to get to the point here, but write down as much as you want. Get specific if you want to. In the column next to it, you're going to write down the purpose of each particular task, the purpose that it holds, right? If you wrote down washing the dishes, what is the purpose of that so that you can serve your family, so that you can put their food on a clean plate next time? like. I know that sounds so small and insignificant, but think how important that is. Think of how loving that is. Okay, maybe the work that you do right now outside of the home, if you go work outside of the home, maybe it is hard because you, you love being home and and you know it's, it's a hard battle and maybe you don't feel much purpose in it right now, but can you write down some of the things, some of the people that you're impacting there and think about the purpose that it has This might seem like an unnecessary exercise, but I feel like it's amazing what it can do for the mundane things that we do each day, day in and day out, when we just get real about how purposeful they are. If you come along some things that you can't think of the purpose of why you're doing it, then maybe stop doing those things, if you can. Because also doing less will help, but that's a total side note. Maybe it's not... So much about if you can find your passion, but rather, can you find purpose in this day? Now, I'm not saying that if there's something that lights you up and you can't stop thinking about that, that you shouldn't run after it. Of course you should. But rather that your purpose or calling in life doesn't have to be this big, shiny thing that you have to go out and look for. You can find it right now, right where you're at. I'm going to say it one more time. The grass is greener where you water it there can be so much purpose right here. So we need to change this narrative that we just don't know what we're meant to do and we don't know what our calling is and maybe we're missing our purpose to there is so much purpose that I can find right here in this day. So I also wanna note that when we practice setting up our days intentionally, which I talk about in previous episodes, like my morning routine episode, episode 35, and my episode literally about aligning your days to your priorities, which is episode 20, we can then create more tangible purpose in our days. Like I think when we set up our days purposefully, we can more so visibly see that purpose that is happening each day. I just want you to know that if you're experiencing any of these problems that we've discussed that might make you feel like you know, the grass is greener on the other side, that you are not alone in feeling that. But you can tell yourself a different story. You can find purpose right where you're at. You can find contentment right where you're at. And you can find purpose in the struggle that you might be experiencing. You can find joy in the life that you're living. It does take effort. But how do you expect to live a purposeful life if you're not taking action to make that happen? So some closing thoughts. Have you heard that quote that says, how many things do you have right now that you once prayed for or hoped for or wished for? And so I want you to think about that, like truly think about that. How many things do you have to be grateful for that you once wished for? And it's not about perfection, about being perfectly happy and content all the time. That's not real life. But in those moments where you're feeling discontent or you're feeling like there's got to be something more, remind yourself that you have more. You have so much good already. I just wanted to encourage you today that if you are feeling discontent, if you are feeling like the grass is greener somewhere else, remember you're not alone in that feeling. Like I get into that struggle as well. But I just hope that this episode gives you a way to reflect and see that you can change the story for yourself. You are enough. Your calling is enough, and it's worthy. And when I say that, I mean your current purpose and what you're doing right now. You are doing good, important things. And it's also okay to change and decide to try something else out. But what you're doing right now is enough. And remember that what might look glamorous from your perspective probably doesn't feel as glamorous for the person that you're thinking it looks glamorous for. Remember that the grass isn't greener on the other side. It's greener where you water it. And there is so much incredible purpose to be found in what you're doing in this day. Thank you again for being here with me today. I hope you have a fantastic week. I'm excited to talk to you on the next episode. Until then, let's walk towards purpose together.